and we are live and we are back let's go i'm your host Corey, one half of the quarter and full effect podcast and i'm back like i never left with another installment of wealth wednesday number 12 shout out to 12 the goat tom brady tom brady late release this time but it was a hectic morning to say morning that hectic it's been a hectic 13 hours outside of the fact that i worked out today speaking of working out one half of the quarter and full Full Effect Podcast, my co-host Jordan, a.k.a. Stop Stalling Jay, is still on paternity leave. But speaking of his working out classes, finally fit.live and finally fit on Instagram and Facebook, the 5.30 a.m. classes have started. And the benefit of working out at 5.30 in the morning, just straight up, you get your workout out out, out the way, just, just like that. Excuse the noise in the background. You get that workout right, right out the way. Man, my brain is fried from working. But again, I'm your host for Wealth Wednesday, sideline underscore Corey, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. My co-host, Stop Stalling Jay, aka Jordan, is on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok as well. But before I get started, because we get straight to it on Wealth Wednesdays, y'all know, y'all got to hit that like button, share and subscribe for the YouTube algorithm on all the podcast platforms. Leave those rating reviews as well. If you got any questions or concerns, you can DM myself or Jordan. Our contact information is in the show notes as well on YouTube. And we got the we got the late we got the late night stream. So you know the lighting. I got the bathroom light. I got the light. There's no light exactly where I'm at. So it'd be dark over here. But okay. Y'all can see the title. What we're talking about that today. Another article is crazy because last time I talked about when I'm doing an article, where am I going? CNBC. However, today, that's not the case. Where am I going to today, y'all? If I can figure out how to share my screen, as always, I'm struggle streaming. How I share the screen. Here we go. Boom. Today, where are we going? Boom, it's loaded. We're going to Yahoo Finance. And I've also been uh listening to the um the uh the um I normally listen to it on YouTube the playback, but I've been listening to the um podcast playback, and I think my voice is low because I record or, or early in the morning, and that's my first time talking. So I, I guess I got to do some do re mis before I uh, start recording. But definitely gonna uh hope the volume is better on this one since since I've already been up for well over twelve hours. But as y'all see the title, Yahoo Finance article from Gabrielle Olay. I saw this article. There's someone talking about it on YouTube. I was like, I, I this is way up my alley. Let me talk about this. But thanks to inflation, Gen Z and millennials will now need three million in retirement savings to live comfortably. Three million dollars. This is a three-minute read. So this should be a quick one. Huh? That's what all right. All right. And you know, say this is why, and I want to be very clear. None of these names, as far as these authors on these articles, are easy to pronounce. And I'm not, like, super illiterate, but, you know, like, I, I know I can read. This is by Gabrielle, and I think it's Olay, o, O-L-Y-A. Mm. Anyways, though, Gabrielle said, or Gabrielle, no, it's Gabrielle, or Gabriella. Anyways, y'all don't care. It has long been over, it has long been a rule of thumb to have a million saved for a comfortable retirement. See? Are we gonna. It's not a long article, so I'm gonna pick it apart as I go along. I don't think it's long been a rule of thumb to have a million dollars in retirement. This is about Gen Z and millennials, which is essentially people born from 1981 to 2000. I think is 10. Let me see when Gen Z ends. Birth years mid to late 1990s. Birth years 
and in the early 2010s. I think Gen Z. Yeah, they said they're 10 years, they're anywhere from 10 to 25 years old. Yes, 2012. I think it's 97 to 2012, something like that. Anyways, though, yeah, 15 years. But anyways, though, I mean, if you're born in the 80s, you know you needed well over a million dollars to retire. The normal number is you take your income, you need 25 times um, what you make. So, I mean, if it's your household income, I guess 60,000, it might be that. Is that what that is? Uh, see, even sixty thousand times twenty-five is one point five million. So I, I'm not, I'm not sure who who took forever to update that one million dollars. But I mean, the million million dollars is the floor. But anyways, though, you need you, you need well well over that. But thanks to inflation, the youngest generation of workers likely will need three times as much. Okay, according to a recent analyst analysis conducted by Wealthcare Financial, by the time Gen Z and millennials retire, they will need around 120 to 150 per year to live comfortably, making 3 million the average amount they need to retire. I mean, what is what is that? What's 120? Because what the general notion is that however much money you have in retirement, the interest that you bury at four, they're using the 4% rule here um, for how much you draw down. So it used to be right, 4%. <laughs> Who who said the four percent rule? Well, forty thousand dollars a year. When when the millennials and Gen Z need forty forty thousand dollars a year? But yeah, they use a four percent rule. So in short, let's say you got a million dollars, you know, in your retirement account, and you're going to draw down or you're going to take out as far as withdrawal four percent right each year. So that'd be a total of forty thousand dollars. Four percent of hundred thousand dollars. That's how much you'd be taking out. But so using the four percent rule. You just reverse engineer the math. If it's 120 or 150, 120 is 4% of 3 million. And then 150 is um, uh, 3.7, 3, uh, 3, 750,000. So anywhere from three to $4 million is what they're saying you'll need. So so in short, I would say that, that that's not right. That That's on the low end. This probably averages for the entire nation. But for those of us living on the coast, this is numbers well no double that i mean you need you need more than this right now on the coast to live comfortably obviously when you know you have kids you're gonna quote unquote need a little bit more money a little bit more more than a little bit but once your kids are gone you can decrease you know how much money you quote unquote need but then your healthcare expenses go up as you get older and on top of that a lot of people they be retiring either with the mortgage they end up taking out your second mortgage heloc home equity line of credit or home equity loan excuse me heloc home equity line of credit same thing but they take out you know some type of loan against their house outside of their mortgage and it's like man you got these you know near retirement age late 50s 60s and beyond you got increased health expenses so it'd be advised to not have that mortgage payment in there you can talk about everybody having all these multiple streams of income things like that but that not even the averages the average is like, quote unquote, in the middle, like the majority of people do not have multiple streams of income and majority of people have their retirement underfunded and majority of people are struggling financially. So for Gen Z and uh, millennials, obviously Gen Z, you know, some of the Gen Z's not even 18 yet said, you know, they're 10 to 25. So they still have more than enough time. Obviously, if you're uh, millennials and you're on that, if you're in the you know, uh, 80s babies, you're already in your 40s, you got to be on it. OK, catch up contribution age does start at 50. So if you want to know you how much when you sh when you should definitely be on pace right the latest is quote unquote 50 because the government slash irs says hey when you're 50 you can make up make some catch up contributions and you only catch up when you're behind so 
that, that, that's a good marker. But, you know, you need at least a minimum of 30 years of compound interest, regardless of your income. Um, and then preferably 40 years, so, you know, more time, the, you know, the more risk you can take. But you need at least the 30 years in there. So got to get started by the time you're 40. Let's see what's next. Here's a look at the role inflation is playing in retirement saving needs, whether or not this generation is on track to reach their savings goal and what this generation can do to catch up. Uh, if currently behind, let's see, it's going to take me to a new article. It's a whole new article. Okay, we're going to skip that for now. Again, I'm reading these live. Inflation is making it more expensive to retire. Okay, redundancy. The cost of living has risen sharply over the past couple of years with home and recent prices, as well as the cost of groceries, gas, and other gas and other daily essentials. Okay, inflation, cool. Sky are skyrocketing. Things will be even more expensive by the time younger generations retire. Yes, inflation occurs every year. The question is how much does um how or how high inflation is. That's why welfare financial experts believe Gen Z and millennials should aim to save three million for retirement. By the way, disclaimer, this is for entertainment purposes only. I'm not a financial advisor. You need to go do your own research. Make sure you hit that like button. Here we go. Quote, inflation plays a big role when people are planning for retirement, especially for the younger generations, because the price of necessities will go up over the course of their lifetime, says Sean Tarzi. Another goodness, T-A-R-Z-Y, my goodness, managing partner at Wellcare Financial. However, Tarzi notes that not everyone will need $3 million to retire. That figure assumes that you will spend, you will need $150K per year for a 20-year retirement. $3 million is the upper end of the range that will be needed, depending on current income, he said. So Gen Z and millennials should use this goal as a goal, but not necessarily the amount they absolutely have to save to retire. I'm going to be very clear. If you're 40, right? 81, put you at 41 right now, right? 1981. You're 41. You're going to retire at 65. That's another 24 years. And then you're going to live for another 20 years. That's another 44 years. Okay. So what, what, how much was that? I said 24. What's the cost of living going to be in 20, 2046? It's probably it's probably it's probably going to be more than 150k because again in 2022 150k is not cutting it in not most areas but excuse me where most people want to live you know on the, on the coast right and even even in places you know the Atlanta's the Dallas's Houston places like that where the dollar is usually you know one to one as far as how much you know one dollar is worth one dollar there the, the prices are going up there as well so one 150 120 to 150 in 2044 you're going to need more than that and that's that's the earliest that millennials will be retiring as far as age 65. oh my goodness this, this is stuff that's going to set you up. i remember the article i read last week they talked about what are people doing to prepare for a recession they said the three main things people were doing were avoiding taking out a mortgage or a car loan they were paying down debt and then they were doing everything they can to decrease holiday spending and most people uh, do holiday spending on credit cards. So again, reduce debt. So the first three things people were doing were reducing their debt. However, someone else said, hey, you know how you should get through a recession? Take out a home equity line of credit. Now, mind you, the main thing people are doing as far as percentage wise was not buying a home. So people don't have a home. How are they going to take out a HELOC? But, you know, shout out to the cognitive dissonance. But here we go. Are Gen Z and millennials saving enough for retirement? Wellcare Financial Study found that 
across age groups, clients contribute an average of 500 to their retirement per month. Now, 500 is not enough a month. I mean, it's better than nothing. I mean, 500 is what you need. Well, the Roth IRA limits are going to go up, but um, I need to do that in an upcoming episode, those numbers. But 500 a month is not enough. 6000 a year is not enough. Unfortunately, that is enough money for anyone making over forty thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, when you if you plan on retiring in twenty forty five and beyond, and you want to live off of less than fifty k a year, by all means, invest your five hundred dollars a month. Uh, but uh, Michael, my goodness, look at these names: B O G G I A N O, Bogiano. So Michael Bogiano said, unfortunately, it's not enough for anyone making over 40000 a year to just invest $500. Michael is a managing partner at Wellcare Financial. Typically, the rule of thumb is to be contributing, again, 15%. That's what I recommend, 20%. Yep. Every gross income, if you're able to contribute more, you absolutely should. Yep. If you want to put yourself in a position where you can contribute 15%, see how that feels, and then if you're good with that amount, and continue to increase. Remember, you want to increase how much you're contributing to your investments, necessities, debt payments, investments, lifestyle, but you don't want to increase, you know, your necessities, your debt payments, or your lifestyle as you get income increases, especially now with inflation being crazy. And on top of that, the stock market being down, great time to invest. Okay. All right. What to, what to do, y'all, if you're falling behind on your retirement savings? What to do before I even, again, I haven't read this before I even read it. What you should do is get on a budget. Then you should just pay for your necessities and debt payments if you have debt and aggressively pay off your debt. Then once you aggressively pay off your debt, start investing that 15% and then work on increasing your income and increasing how many streams of income you have so that you can invest more. And as your income increases, make sure you don't have lifestyle creep or lifestyle inflation, keeping up with the Joneses and increase your expenses as well. You want to do everything you can to increase your income and decrease your outgo slash your expenses. So you have as much money left over every month, meaning you can maximize how much money you can invest every month. So you set yourself up really well now by not having any debt, more cash flow, less debt payments and less in debt payments. And obviously in the future by investing. I like 15 percent. Um, I've heard 10 percent. I heard 20 and I've heard 25 and I was anything beyond is better, but some, somewhere in that range, you definitely want to do a minimum of double digits. And for me, I, I don't know if they, in this 15%, they're including your employer match. I do not include your employer match in this 15%. So in between, this is your long-term investment. So in short, your retirement accounts in between your 401k, Roth 401k, traditional IRA, Roth IRA, whatever you have from a retirement standpoint, stuff that you can't touch until you turn 59 and a half. That, that you want to be putting at least 15% of your gross in there. So for every $100 you make, you want to be investing $15. So if you make $100,000 a year, you need to be investing $15,000 a year. All right, but let, let's see what to do if you're falling behind in your retirement savings. According to Wellcare Financial, a report that they did, Gen Z and millennials should have 500,000 in retirement savings by age 25. This is confusing because I think all millennials are already over 25. Millennials are almost there. Yeah, millennials end at 97, 96. And 97, they turn, the 97 babies turn 25 this year in 2022. So that's, a, so they're selling millennials right now. If you know, I don't have 500K, but um, in retirement savings, my goodness. They say you need 500K retirement savings by 25, then a million by age 40. So you need to double in 15 years. 
from 25 and then 2 million by 50, which is another double in 10 years and 3 million by 60. But the sure, I mean, rule is 72. So if you're getting, you take 72 and you divide 72 by the percentage, that lets you know how long it's going to take your money to double. So if you, let's just say 70, right? You got 7% return. Roughly what people quote the S&P 500 does is not doing this year. Remember, over time, S&P rarely returns 7% in one single year. But, you know, over 10 years, it does an average of 7%, then your money will have doubled. So essentially, they're saying from age um, 40 to 50, it's going to double. And then from age 50 to 60, it needs to double. So, quote, unquote, you need to get a 7% return, they're saying, for those years. And then from age 25 to age 40, they're saying... And these are double, so that's a three and a half percent return. If you have five hundred, if you have five hundred thousand dollars at age twenty-five, um, just so, and this is this is this is the, this is the math I be talking. Okay, they're saying I'm gonna break this down real quick. A million dollars by age forty, then two million by age fifty, then three million by age sixty. So a million to two million in ten years is roughly a seven percent return, and then two million to three million in ten years again, another seven percent return. However. $500,000 at age 25 and then at age 40, you need a million. That's not a 7% return. So if you, that's going to, that's closer to a three and a half percent return. Well, it's 15 years. So it's really less than that. It's good. Well, I don't know. I can't do that on my head right now. Like I said, my brain is fried. Um, let me do, let's say you have 500K. Y'all can't see in my calculator right now that I'm looking at, but you have 500K. Let me stop sharing my screen so y'all believe me. Stop sharing. Let me share the whole thing. And then obviously for those of you listening on the podcast platforms, you can't see this. I'm going to an investment calculator right now. So y'all can see this math of what I'm about to do. Uh, it's a little bit better. So you have 500, that's 50,000, $500,000, right? And then they're saying from age 25 to age 40, so that's 15 years, right? And you get 7% return. And you don't make, let's say you don't make any more contributions. Let's say you got $500,000 and you're going to let it sit for 15 years. You're going to have 1.73, right? $1.4 million. But obviously whatever you've been doing to contribute to get to $500,000 and quote unquote, seven years, right? 18 to 25 or seven years. Let, let's just say you're going to put that $500 in. They was talking about. It's going to be 1.5 million. You should be well over a million. Okay. And by the way, in seven years, whatever you had to do to get, Whatever you have to do to get to $500,000 by the time you turn 25 for most humans to ever live, based off the documentation we have, you got to be invested way over $500 a month um, with, you know, without any type of inheritance to you know kick you off. And you need, well over, you need well over 7% for your rate of return. This is insane. They're not doing the math. But again, let's think about this, y'all. That's if you're single, right? Because if you're married, then you would technically at 25, y'all would each have 500K a minimum. So you have a BB already be millionaires. Oh my goodness. This is crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy, crazy math. Oh my goodness. Let me stop sharing my screen real quick. Let me get it back right. Let me get y'all back right for the YouTube. I do see the YouTube numbers going. I appreciate y'all watching on YouTube. I do see them numbers going up. So much appreciated. Make sure I leave them comments as well. Reach out to me if you got any questions. But yeah, so this math is kind of janky as far as whatever you need to do to get to 500000 by the time you turn 25, which is roughly, not roughly, seven years. Obviously, you can have a Roth IRA before you turn 18, but you know, most people do not. But you know, you got to get $500,000 in seven years. What's 50? That's, that's over $70,000 a year you need to have in there. 
that's what that's what that is my goodness let me see what that is i'm going back to the calculator my bad y'all i'm such a nerd when it comes to this stuff let me see how much money you need um let me let me see your your contribution limit yeah your contribution to get to five hundred thousand dollars um in seven years with a seven percent rate of return because it's got to be what that's what they use for 40 to 50 and 50 to 60 for a million or two million you need to invest forty six hundred dollars a month okay so let's assume that's what you did you'd invest forty six hundred dollars a month at seven percent return and let's imagine you keep doing that for 15 years from age 25 <laughs> it's a little over forty six hundred dollars but from age 25 to age 40 okay let's see how much money you're gonna have you're gonna have 2.8 million dollars when it gets confusing Let's imagine you do that from age 25 to age 60, right? So that's 35 years. $13 million. I'm not pulling the calculator back up, but just, just trust me on that. All right. But if you're currently off pace, there's some steps you can take to catch up. Gen Z and millennials should start by taking advantage of any employer 401k match offered to them while contributing at least 3% of their income as well. So what they're saying is... Uh, contribute at least 3% of your income. And then if that does not get you your employer match, then contribute whatever it is to get your employer match. So if 3% gets you your employer match, for most people, it's not, you're going to have something where you got to invest usually anywhere from four to 5% to get your uh, full employer match. But they're saying, Hey, if 3% gets you your full employer match, they'll take that. But if you need to do more than do more to get that employer match, those with that, and that's from Tarzi. Who's who's Tarzi again? Is that my, that's not Michael? Tarzi is Sean. Sean is Tarzi. All right, but then uh, those without an employer match should be taking advantage of any future retirement tax breaks by make by maxing out a Roth IRA every year and investing additional cash where they can. Yeah, I mean. Do the do both. Take the four hundred one, invest in your four hundred one k, and max out your Roth. That's what I recommend. For first two steps as far as investing, regardless of what I, I don't care what anybody else says. Take that employer match, the max out your Roth. Then come talk to me because that Roth, when you're kicking out minimum of five hundred dollars a month, and I think it's going up to sixty five hundred dollars next year. I think it's going to be five forty a month, but a minimum of five hundred dollars a month that you got to uh, kick out because the IRAs, far as traditional and Roth, they're both post tax, but as far as the contributions, but the traditional allows you to deduct those contributions. Seek a CPA. I'm not a CPA as far as the tax rules are surrounding those um, as far as income contribution limits. But um, yeah, definitely take advantage of that Roth IRA. Investing wisely can also can help these generations reach their lofty retirement savings goals. Invest wisely. Don't blow your money. They should be taking these contributions and investing them aggressively. Tarzi said a good place to start is in an index fund like the S&P 500, which has historically delivered a rate of return of 10.5%. Oh, my goodness. I got to go back to the investing calculator. So now let's say for seven years, see, he's look, Sean, Sean Tarzi, Sean didn't say you're getting 10.5% in S&P. How many years ago did he say he was doing that? I said historically to date. This article was of August, and this is at you know of this year, so the market's definitely going down. But y'all, if you got five hundred, if you start from, oh my bad, you got to invest. If you got five hundred thousand dollars, right, and ten percent return. How much money you need to get in there a month is now uh, forty one hundred dollars. Okay. So if we take this, 
10% return of $4,100. See, <laughs> 500,000. Remember, you got 500,000 by your 25, right? And you go, you got to do that. You got to get an S&P 10, 10.5% return. Okay. You got to do $4,100 for seven years to get there. 18 to 25. Then if you have 500,000 at 25, then by the time you turn 40, right, you, you need to have a million in there. Well, if I, I continue to make them same investment, same contribution, expect the same return for the next 15 years, 10.5% return, $4,100. That's 3.9. That's almost $4 million. All right. Then, then if we take that out and we do 35 years, right from 25 to 60, it's $32 million. Let me show you. I got scared of the stream, but this is wild. This is wild. This is, and this is why I'd be like, people lie so much. Where's the math at for this stuff? They they just saying stuff. They just saying stuff because they can, but nobody's sitting here like, does this math even check out? He's saying you need to get this 10.5%. Let me see. Let me zoom back in for y'all. You need that 10.5%. You see that right there, y'all? 10.5%. I'm gonna calculate again. That's 32 million. Okay. But in this article. They're saying you need to invest aggressively and SP 500 give you 10.5%. Again, the math real quick is I'm about to end. I think the article almost done. Yeah, I'm, I'm at the very end. To keep up with inflation, Tarzi recommends increasing your retirement contributions whenever possible. We recommend putting your raises into your retirement account, he said. Dropping an extra 1K or more a year into your retirement account can dramatically improve your savings over time thanks to compound interest. That is a fact. And a 1% increase, not even $1,000, but a 1% increase in your contributions year over year. That will tremendously impact how much money you will have in retirement. And I won't say a lot, but your 401k uh, providers, whoever you're with, they usually have an option there where they allow you to increase um, your contribution a percent every year. You just got to go on there and check and see. But boom, real quick with the math. All right, again, they're saying about 25, and I'm about to fact check. I got to fact We're about to close out because my watch is going off. I'm about to, we're about to fact check real quick. Okay. J just so y'all don't think I'm crazy for the internet. Let me find this $500,000. Okay. According to Wealthcare Financial, Gen Z and Millennials, by the way, Millennials are at least 25 years old. So Millennials need twenty. You need $500,000 by the time you turn 25. Okay. You, you turn become of age at 18. So if we come here and we see, hey, how much do I need to contribute to get to $500,000, right? After seven years, 18 to 25, and you get in 10.5% return, let's do compound annually, and you contribute at the end of every month, okay? It's saying $4,100. To get there, five years, obviously, you're going to mainly, I mean, you're still going to get 150K in contributions, I mean, as far as interest, but 340K in contributions. So $4,100 invested every month for seven years, so that's 84 times consecutively, 12 times seven is 84, at 10.5% return. Corey, where are you getting 10.5%? Well, Sean Tarzi says you need to invest aggressively, S&P 500, 2.5%, $4,100. Now, if I take that and say, okay, now I'm at $500,000, let's say I'm 25, right? And I want to know how much I'm going to have by the time I turn 40, which is 15 years, investing that $4,100, because remember, again, by the time you turn 40, you need a million. 50 is 2 million and 60 is 3 million. Well, let's see how much I'm going to have. If I'm able to get this 500K by 20 by 25 years old, why wouldn't I continue to do the same type of investing I'm doing? You as you get, you don't want it to increase how much money you're investing. Let's just say you keep it the same at least, right? You don't want to take any steps backwards. You're going to have $3.9 million or so $4 million from 25 to 40, right? We had another 10 years. 
to that. So from 25 to 50, remember, I'm already, I'm already, uh, I'm already two, uh, almost three, I'm over 3 million, right? From a million to 4 million, where I need to be at by the time I turn 40. Now I'm supposed to be at about 50. At 50, I need to be at 2 million. But at 50, I'm going to have $11.5 million. Then at 60, I need to have 3 million. So 35 years, right? From 25 to 60 is 35 years. I'm going to have $32 million. Now, most people retire at 65, so it's not actually 40 years, right? 25 to 65 is 40. You're supposed to have $53 million. So I don't know what I'm doing. Maybe I'm making this stuff up, but this is what I talk about. People be lying. Where's the math? They're saying you need to have 500 k by 25. When you figure out how much you need to invest to get a 500 k by 25, or they do 7% or the 10.5% they're talking about. And if you continue to do that up until you turn 40, 50, 60, they're talking about you should have anywhere between on the low end, four million. On the high end, fifty million dollars. If you do sixty-five instead of sixty, I, I, I wish I, I wish I had the soundboard so I could do stop the cat. Let me put myself on the screen. Stop the cat. Stop the cat. This is insane. Shout out to that article again. That article was by Gabrielle. You, you, were? Ola, Gabrielle, Ola, again. Thanks to inflation, Gen Z and millennials will now need $3 million in retirement savings to live comfortably. However, Gen Z and millennials need 500 k by, by the time they turn 25. That 25 got to be a typo. 25 or 500 k one of the two. But all right, y'all, this <laughs> information is misleading. Corey, how do we make sure we're not underfunded for our retirement? Well, the easiest thing to do is take how much money you make currently because the one thing when you know you're not close to retirement ages you can't really do the math on how much you need to have in retirement because you haven't reached your income you know your earning potential but let's just assume this is the least amount of money you're making right now so go ahead and take that number and multiply by 25 so let's do 100,000 times 25 right that's 2.5 million dollars do your household income here as well by the way you're gross because when you retire if you live off 100k right now let's say you retire you still need 100k all right, so that's roughly how much you need. And let's do that math and then figure out where you're at and then figure out how long it's going to take you to get there. There are multiple uh, compound in interest slash investing calculators out there. They all give you roughly the same numbers. There's some difference as far as the formulas and what they do. You can have two separate calculators, put the same numbers in and get, you know, some different numbers. They're not drastically different. It's not like one gives you one million, one gives you two million, but there might be depending on how large the number is, you know, a, a small difference between the two. But just find yourself a, a compound interest calculator and figure out what your general number is. Most, most of you, your number is going to be, when I say it's going to be, it needs to be how much you need in retirement. You need, I would say, closer to the $5 million mark. That's what you should be shooting for. The, um, what is it? I think it's a state tax. I can't remember exactly the state tax. But President Trump raises 11 million i believe when president Obama was in office it was four million or five million something like that for single then it's w, double if you're married i don't know if it's still 11 million right now under uh president Biden, which means it's two million for married couples but definitely definitely want to have a minimum of five million dollars a minimum of that 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 would be my recommendation um worst case scenario when you get to retirement age you need to have your mortgage paid off so at least you can eliminate your mortgage payment and be able to deal with the likelihood of having an increase in medical expenses. But the last thing you want to do as far as worst case is get to retirement age, not take care of your health. Shout out to the fitness, all the fitness 
uh, segments that Jordan has done, but not take care of your health. So you have an increase in medical bills and you still have your mortgage. The last thing you want to do is be near retirement age and take out a 30 year mortgage. That don't make no sense. And now you got to work to damn near 90, which a lot, a lot of people are doing that right now. I think the new, the, the median age of people entering back in the workforce is in the sixties, I think. Nah, I can't find that. But regardless, uh, that's what you need to do. Necessities, debt payments, investments, lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Recommend you aggressively pay off your debt and then start investing, starting with that employer match if you have it, and then doing your Roth IRA. Obviously, this is not investment advice, entertainment purposes only. Make sure you contact a financial professional and do your own research. But dang, I didn't, I didn't even put the banner up. I, I just want to, oh yeah, there's no point in me putting it. I, that, that's why I don't have it up. For those of you who can't see, listen on the podcast platforms. I got little banners on YouTube I can show, but I remember I don't I don't have any when when I do an article because y'all can't see it. But all right, that's it for this episode. Lock and loaded, man. I wish I had a soundboard back again. If y'all have any questions or concerns, please reach out to me again. I'm sideline underscore Corey. My co-host Jordan is Stop Stalling J. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. As far as Jordan's business page, is finally fit. Instagram and Facebook. Then his website is finallyfit.live. The uh, online classes have started back up 5.30 a.m. for those classes. If you can't make that, you will still have access to the drive where all the recordings are there. You'll have your um, monthly check-ins with Jordan and things like that. We'll be able to reach out to him, ask him your fitness questions, things like that. Jordan's certified He's a certified professional trainer. I think it's NASM. Uh, I don't know. It's not, they're not my search, but he's not a nutritionist or anything like that, but he's a certified personal trainer. I think the NASM is the one that he has. This is why he needs to come back and he can tell y'all what he got. Okay. It's hard for me to remember everything about everybody. Again, for myself, my financial coaching is in the description, but $50 uh, for one one hour session a month, $100 for up to one one hour session a week and if you have any questions concerns please reach out to us but before you get out that door y'all need that like button share and subscribe i know y'all ain't done it yet i appreciate it y'all who have done it okay i got something in my eye and it's messing up my talking and my blinking but um yeah make sure you have that like button make sure you do them rate and reviews on the podcast platforms again leave them comments any questions please reach out to us again like i said jordan said he plans on coming back next month however we get into holiday season so we'll see how that works but he's they're getting more and more stable as you can be with a newborn baby so um and again the wealth wednesdays will not be stopping once we get back um doing our monday episodes of the finance and fitness but all right y'all another wealth wednesday in the book books oh Corey, you didn't talk about the student loans Ah! not this episode i'm gonna do a whole student loan recap once more traction comes about on whether or not they're actually going to do it or not do it but um i'm waiting for that to happen to finally drop that but yeah the student loans is on hold right now tough luck if you ain't if you just if you just heard that right now that's on you you have not been you know you, you've been living next door to patrick star you've been under a rock you have not touched the internet student loans are on hold we'll see what they're going to do if they're going to extend the pause etc etc good luck my recommendation to initially pay off the debt including your student loans but hey waiting for this money good luck for that but all right y'all remember to save more and say less and keep making better your best and we'll catch y'all in the next one